0: Welcome back to Strip Down. So excited, guys! Today for my guest, Stuart Brazel. She is a TV and host as well as digital host right now, producer, blogger, content creator, and of course, mama. As you guys can hear, uh, Amelia, you know, talking in the background here, real mom life. You guys will hear. We just basically just got right into it and started talking all about mom life her being ready to give birth to baby number two and what my life is like as a mom of two now. And uh, it's just a really real and fun episode. So hope you guys enjoy. Now I can hear you. Hi, babe. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, good. You know, just nursing
1: Arlie at the same time, you know, mom, life. <laughs> I hear you. I've got someone here building the crib. Cleaner's over and Asher wants to sit in my lap and my belly's ginormous and there's no room. And it's, Oh, yeah. Uh... Totally. <laughs> How are you feeling? Um, you know, I carry really big babies and I've just been experiencing... Have that thing where one in five women get like the awful awful pelvic pain yeah I had that with so, RP too yeah so it's like I can't stand I'm like icing I'm just uh, to be completely honest I'm pretty miserable but just trying not to think about it oh yeah you've got how many weeks left I'm 32 weeks I'll be 33 weeks this weekend So a final stretch, but it's just like, I just know from experience, it only gets worse from here. So (laughs) Of course. I know. It's like when you're a new mom, right? You don't know.
0: So you're just like excited. And then when it's your second time, you're like, oh, right. Okay. This still continues. That's how I felt with Arlie. And like Arlie literally came at 42 weeks. Like literally my doctor was like, okay, we're going to induce the next day if she's not here. And then I went into labor like the night before.
1: Yeah. I already know because Asher's head was in the ninety-eighth percentile. And his brother is measuring the same. So I cannot go past 40 weeks again. Okay. Like the head is too big. It's just yeah. too
0: much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I, I totally get it. Yeah, for me, I was just like, you know, I was so... Gun ho about my V back And I just did so much research that was like, you have such a better shot at that when you, you know, allow the body to go into labor naturally. And so oh really, like I said to my doctor, I'm like, I know I'm coming close, but like, I really, really want to wait. And he's like, okay. He's like, well, I don't think she's more than eight pounds, so you should be okay. And I was like, okay. And then of course, when she was born, she was nine pounds, three ounces, and she was 22 and three quarters long. She was so she's long. She's massive yeah 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 so it was hilarious because i said to my doctor i was like you know with amelia i had a c section and she was 8 pounds 7 ounces 21 inches long and then go figure i pushed Arlie out and she was 9 pounds 3 ounces and almost 23 inches long <laughs> did you have to get an episiotomy i didn't i did tear but i didn't have to get an episiotomy i had i had to get stitches but um i like you know but i didn't have to have a whole situation i just had a second degree Tear. I was really lucky. My doctor was amazing. He's known for VBACs, that's why I like decided to go with him. And he, right. like, you no, know, he like walked me through the whole thing. And he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna use the vacuum for a minute to push her down, and you're gonna push with all your might." And like he really like just got it. And thank God I had him because I don't think I would have been able to achieve it if I didn't have him.
1: Yeah. So with Asher, his head was so big that I got him down in four pushes. But um, he stayed down there for four hours and they were trying not to do anything and we were pushing and my doctor's amazing. She was putting oils on my vagina, like doing everything to try to stretch me, stretch me, stretch me. Then the umbilical cord got wrapped around his neck and then the heart rate dropped. So then it was like within 10 seconds, 20 people come flying in the room. They're like, we have to cut you vacuum it out. It was a whole thing. He wasn't breathing. So I just don't want to go through that again. No, I understand. I know I, know know I, have- I know I have they have big heads. So I, we've already decided that if he's still measuring this big at 39 weeks, we're going to induce because we don't want him to get any bigger. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, and if you know that from Asher, you know, like then- yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm not trying to do all that drama again. If I know I'm going to get a snip, give me the epidural. Let's do the snip. No need for the drama where the baby's not breathing. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no, no I don't, I don't blame you at all. Yeah, I mean- you you know, it's like, you, you just got to do it. Like what's comfortable for you. And like, if you know that about your body, it's funny, you and I are the same. We both make big babies. Like I believe Arlie was nine pounds. Like when he pulled her out and laid her on my chest, I looked at him and he goes nine pounds. And I was like, nine pounds. Like, you know, it was like, holy crap. You know? I mean, so it's just funny. Like, you know, it's like some people, my my best friend, her babies were like five and six pounds. And, and like, and I was like, like her.
1: Had small. That's Ali. He's looking, Allie he's Allie looking Asher? at a photo of you. That's a photo of Ali. That's who mama's talking to. Hi Asher. Mama. Can you say hi? Say hi. Thank hey. you hey, mama. <laughs> you're so funny.
0: Hi Asher. Are you so excited that you're getting to be a big brother
1: to a little brother? It's like you try to tell them and you're like, I don't know how much they're understanding. Like he knows there's a baby in the belly, but you know, you can only explain so much. Totally, yeah. Is there gonna
0: be, what's the difference between your girl? Is
1: it two years? Yeah, it's basically two, it's like 25 Mm -hmm. months. Yeah, so they're gonna be like 23, 24 months. So Uh it's gonna be, wow, look at those fighter pilots, Asher. Do you see the plane? So they're gonna be, you know, it's gonna be fun. I know it's hard when they're little, but I think we'll benefit from it when they get a little bit older and they're close in age and they can really enjoy each other's company. <laughs> well, that's, that's the not- hope, at least, right? Yep, yep
0: that's <laughs> what we felt. we were like, let's have them close together. That's how we felt, honestly. We were like, okay, you know what, we just wanna have them close together and have them be able to like play with each other and entertain each other, and yeah, it is hard obviously when they're little. And you know, Amelia is so wild, and it's funny though. Like yo, you'll, you'll you'll appreciate this once you have him it's like you forget the newborn stage. Like right now, Arlie's sleeping on my lap as we're talking and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I forgot the newborn, like just sleeping, cuddles, like not really doing anything, just happy to be in your lap, just nursing. Like it's so wild when you look at your toddler who's so much fun and they have so much energy and they're so smart, but you're like, oh my God, you have so much energy. Like I look at Arlie and she like barely does anything and Amelia's like running in circles.
1: Yeah. I was talking to my husband like, bless you, Asher, two nights ago. And I was like, do you remember like changing 13 diapers a day and the burping? (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, the burping. I forgot about like how long it was because Asher had a lot of digestive problems. So I felt like all I did was burp this child. So.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Right. I know Arlie is way more gassy than Amelia was. Arlie like burps constantly and like just it's so loud Stuart like I crack up it's just be like Ugh. and I'm like excuse me was that you like you're this big yeah. it's a I'm hoping problem. I'm
1: gonna have the opposite because that was Asher so I'm hoping his brother is gonna be better because I have really bad like right uh, now the other thing that's killing me is I always have heartburn so like pregnancy uh-uh. I just have heartburn have- like yeah. all day same. All night, it's so miserable, and yeah, Asher so got hard. my digestive system. So I'm hoping his brother gets his father's because Rob gets like Rob's never had heartburn in his life.
0: Oh, lucky him! Yeah, yeah. No, I've had heartburn too, and I had heartburn horrible with Amelia and our oh, okay. and it was horrendous.
1: So I, I feel free, but you look amazing. Like you, you, you look so cute. I'm just like embracing it, and I'm having fun creating content, and just you know. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen you like Like having, like trying to have more fun this pregnancy, even though my energy is like 25% of what it was with my first. Right, right. Of
0: course. Oh yeah. I know your energy is just like gone. And especially like with Asher and everything it's like, but are you excited to be a boy mom? I loved your little reveal. I thought it was so cute.
1: I mean, I'm definitely, I'm not gonna lie, I'm very sad, you know, that I'm not gonna get to experience a girl because I'm very close with my own mom. Mm-hmm. So I cried. It took me a while to really digest that information. Okay. Um, because it's such as, I don't know, I'm just so, my mom's my best friend and I'm not gonna have that and it's sad. Well, and I, I love my boys, it's but it's just a different, beauty, r- you know? it's just a different relationship with mothers and daughters, you know? Right, totally totally
0: yeah but but your boys will be too because every like like every friend of mine that has boys always tells me that like the girls are fun for like that like best friend like like when you're older but the boys like just love their moms like they just no.
1: and it's so true my brother not my brother my um husband is an identical twin and his identical twin has three kids two girls and one boy and I was talking to my sister-in-law and she was like You know the girls, they're this. She's like, but no one loves me like my son does. Yep. Like the sons just love their moms. Yep. so it's true.
0: I see it with my, I see it with my, my own husband. I mean, my brothers. I have two brothers. I'm the only girl. My brothers are like, their, <laughs> my mom is their queen. Like you know. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna, you're gonna have that, and Asher's gonna have so much fun having a little brother because that's
1: like, see, it's brother. better for him. Like it's the best thing for Asher's to have a little brother, especially now that like we did so much work on our house. We have this, like, epic playground for him, like, for him to have a little play buddy.
0: You guys have done. It's so cool.
1: Yeah. And it was kind of, it's one of those things where it's, like, making the most of quarantine, you know? Like, that was literally, like, a dirt hill that was dangerous on the side of our house That like, nothing. We didn't think we could do anything, and we just started talking to our Amazing gardener, um, and he's actually the one who's here putting the crib together. And he's like, "No, we can do stuff." And then him and Rob started spitballing ideas, and it, it's just been like the best thing we've ever done. That's so cool. I love it. I mean, the
0: magical, colorful staircase. I'm so jelly. When we're oh, it was like my night, dream. Take a photo with you. Like, I'm like, it's so fun.
1: <laughs> I told Rob, I was like, I'm not getting a girl. I need a rainbow staircase, and he was like, okay. was <laughs> <laughs> like. I was like, I mean it, and he was like, okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, funny! Oh my god, I love it. That's hilarious. No, but it looks. I mean, you're back. It looks beautiful. Everything you guys have done and and everything. It's like you know, it's it's cool. And I've been watching all your content. I'm happy you're like you know getting into it, enjoying it. It's kind of what I did at the end of my pregnancy. Like from like 36 weeks on, I was like, okay, I'm freaking losing my mind. I got to do something, and I was just creating like stupid content and just fun stuff, like just take your mind off, especially because the whole thing in quarantine makes things so much weirder.
1: Oh yeah, but I mean, it's like, we just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be in Ireland, like we we're supposed to be doing all this stuff and it's like, we've celebrated birthdays, like everyone's birthday, 10 yep. year anniversaries, And it just, it is what it is, but people have it so much worse, I can't complain. Right. It's just sad, you know?
0: I know. I know. It is. I know. We're, we're here
1: in Pennsylvania
0: visiting Justin's parents, um, and we, we came out after we had our leave. We decided, well, my doctor said it was fine, and my pediatrician said it was fine. We made the decision to leave because we were just getting exhausted in California. We needed a change of scene, and Justin's parents live in, like, the mountains, like, western PA, super isolated. They've had, like, since March, so we were, like, through it We're going and we've been here and it's been so nice just gonna change the scene and be with family and connect in nature and it's just like it's just such a weird time and like even seeing family here has been like super socially distanced. we went to go see We have to see
1: her in the window <laughs> meet the baby in the window it's just so weird it's yeah it's bizarre hey asher no you can't have that that's mama's medicine <laughs> that's mama's eye drops that's not for you please take your bottle <laughs> Aww. He gets mad. He's obsessed with my eye drops. And it's just like, he runs off with them and I never find them again and puts them up his nose. I'm like, please don't do that.
0: Oh my, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Amelia takes all my stuff too. She was taking my, um, my placenta pills. And I was like, let's, let's not do that.
1: I'm like, <laughs> I'm they take everything. And it's just like, he literally will stand on his tippy toes and just put his hand up on a counter and just like shake until he grabs something. It's like, it's so comical, but it's so exhausting. I know. It's so exhausting. It it really is. It's just, it's
0: all the things, you know, as a mom, it's just like, it's like, I think the more grace you give yourself and the more you just kind of be like, all right, it is what it is. The less you like freak out. Cause I know every time I try to control something,
1: I end up just pissing myself off. It doesn't do anything. You can't control anything. Like that's the one lesson that you really get from motherhood. It's like, expectation gone just you can't control anything it's just like the birth process you can envision it you can do hypnobirthing meditations you can do everything in your power to control it and you just simply it's out of your control you gotta let it go gotta let it go i know and that was
0: something i learned in my VBAC. it was like you know i was like so intentional and i did Obviously, chiropractic and all the things I wanted to do to try to make it as much of a thing that could be. And then when it came down to it, and we were like, you know, I was pushing and she was moving down. I I went, my labor went super fast. I like I came in active at like six centimeters. I went to eight in like an hour, and then I was complete at ten like two hours later. And it was like time to push. But because I hadn't really pushed with Amelia from the first time because the C section, it was like okay. It took me three and a half hours to push, and then by the time it was three and a half hours. I Was still not at the last station, and that's when he was like, Okay, well, let's give the vacuum a shot and see what happens. Otherwise, we have another c section. And of course, since I had been so wanting my V back in my mind, I was like, No, 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 like I gotta control, I gotta control. And then I finally had to look at myself and be like, No, I have to let go. And I think because I yeah. let go in that moment, I was able to then have my vaginal birth. But I think if I had tried to continue to control- you relax, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's crazy, right? Like you just like learn like to just let go. And it's true. With birth and pregnancy and motherhood, it's like just let go. I did the same thing with like now having two. I'm like, oh, expectations lower them even more. (laughs) Like, you know, it's
1: like Oh totally.
0: You just have to. Like it's just it is what it is. When when some moms tell me, and I'm like, whatever, I don't shame any moms. Motherhood is the hardest thing in the world. But like when some moms tell me, like, oh no, I expect this and I expect that, I'm like, oh, I can't do it because I'll lose my mind. Like I have to just I have to just be like, nope, no expectations, just rolling with it.
1: (laughs) No, you just have to, and and it's such a great career lesson too, working in Hollywood, you know, because it's like so many times, I I shot so many pilots, like dream jobs, like travel shows, like everything i worked for, and then it just wouldn't get picked up, and you're like so angry, and you just have to let it go, because it wasn't your fault. Right. It's out of your control.
0: Exactly, and especially like in- our careers for you and I, like we deal with a lot of that, like so much of like create this, do this, pitch this and get so excited. And then you're like, "And eh, just kidding. And it's like, it's true. I used to do the same thing. I used to beat myself up. I used to try to control every single thing, Well, why, why can't I get this? And why did it? And it's finally like, just let go. And I, and I'm curious for you, like, cause for me, I've noticed the more I've let go of my career, the more opportunities have come when I'm not pushing for them.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I, I have like, just looking back at my career path, I've like developed TV shows, sold pilots to major networks, you know, like did everything that you're supposed to do. And I've come so close and so, so close. And I just like, kind of look back at those times. And I think I was so stressed about the success. I don't even know that I was enjoying the success when I was experiencing it.
0: Oh my gosh. So true. I know people say to me like, oh my God, didn't you love styling so-and-so? And I'm like, honestly, I think I put so much pressure on myself. I don't even think I actually enjoyed that moment. Like I enjoyed it after, yeah best dress, but like I didn't like savor the moment. And you're right, motherhood teaches you that like full throttle.
1: I think the one thing that like definitely still my favorite thing is always live. Like live red carpet shows are so much fun. Like there's nothing like when I did the Oscars, the Golden Globe, the American Music Awards, like doing all that stuff. That will always be something that I appreciate. But I'm looking at what's going on right now, and I don't think red carpets are ever gonna be the same. So I'm glad that I've pivoted and do other things. I know. Don't you think it's wild? Like
0: when I think about that too, like when I think about how I used to like, I almost feel like bad that like I used to get like frustrated that I had to like get dressed up, figure out what I was going to wear, get my glam together, like all the things and get out the door and think about like, oh my gosh, all these things. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, like that may just not happen again.
1: No, it, it honestly, I feel bad if for all the smaller outlets, if red carpets do come back, it's going to be in such a controlled capacity where it's probably going to be like five or six of the biggest outlets that nothing is going to be the same. But to be honest, it had been shifting. I've been shifting my career because I started realizing people aren't waiting around for some TV host in a studio to tell you what a celebrity did that day. If you like a celebrity, you're following them on social media. You already know.
0: True. So true. And you are, to your point with that, you're also creating your own content, like you're a content creator. And like, like, I'm sure back in the day, you'd kind of like wait for someone to maybe say like, Hey, do this. It's like, now you're like, Oh no, I'm going to just do this and put this together and then put it out there and show the world. And whether they like it or not, this is what I created. And I think there's a lot more of that now as people are taking it into their own platforms.
1: Yeah. It's amazing because I would work so hard And I was always building someone else's platform. So if I was, you know, I worked for On the Red Carpet on ABC. And when I'm telling everyone to watch it, I'm saying, watch ABC. And you're promoting everyone else. And then I was like, I need to be promoting and investing in myself because no matter where I go, I can go from cable to network to digital that fan base will hopefully stick with me. So I need to stop promoting the crap out of all of these other people and start promoting myself because I can always 100%. invest and count on myself.
0: Yeah, no, that's
1: 100%. What I want to ask you, like, you
0: know, like for those that like are inspired by you, for those that like want to maybe do something like, you know, that you've done or are doing, like, what would your advice be when it comes to investing in yourself? Because even for me personally, as an entrepreneur, I have had many struggles and still do sometimes this day telling myself, like, it's okay to invest in this and it's okay to spend for, you know, this business course, or it's okay for me to, you know, spend to promote this because I believe in, you know, what I'm creating, like how, what would be your advice when it comes
1: to investing in yourself? I think what people don't realize is probably for like the first three to four years of my career as an entertainment reporter, I was working for free or for absolute pennies. People that want to start now and just are concerned about money and big paydays, you have got to let that go. You are not going to make money for a while. If you launch Instagram today and you want to be an influencer and you only want to do it to make money, don't do it. You need to do it because you absolutely love it and you can't imagine yourself doing anything else. If there's anything else that you want to do, do that because it'll pay you better <laughs> and it won't be as hard. I think that you truly have to love it, eat, drink, breathe, sleep it, and can't imagine yourself doing anything else. You have to do it every day because you enjoy it, not because you're trying to get paid. You're gonna I have to use other thing. skills to make money at first. And then you're gonna start to make money. And it'll be such a sweet feeling when all of a sudden your rate goes up from fifty dollars a red carpet to a hundred to two fifty to five hundred to a thousand. And you'll experience that. And that's from the hard work that you put in because. You can't just go take some course on how to read a teleprompter and think you should host a live national television show. That's not how it works. I don't care if there are coaches in the city that claim that you can take a boot camp with them for a weekend and be network TV ready. That's a (laughs) lie. That's a freaking lie. So the same with social media, you know, Post because you have a passion, because you have something to say. Don't post just a post because you think that it's cool and everybody's doing it and you want free shit. Like you need to really have and own your voice.
0: Yes. Oh my God! Thank you so much for saying that. I so agree with you. People reach out to me. I'm sure it's the same to you all the time, and are like, Oh my God! How do I do what you're doing? And I'm like, Listen, I have been doing this for years, and I have, you know, transitioned and pivoted my career so many times, and still transitioning, and always working hard, and always finding my voice and what I'm speaking about, and not just like posting garbage. Like I'm actually honing in on like, what do I want to say? What do I want to share? Where am I? And I think that's so important to say that because nowadays because so much is online especially obviously what's going on in the world it's like everyone feels like they should just post to post and then like oh I want to make a business out of this and it's like but that's not that's not how you create a business like it has to come back to like you said your passions and what you want to share or what you love or something that's a gift of yours not just oh hey check me out
1: yeah I had I was cracking up at the amount of like in March and April, the amount of IG lives everyone was doing. I was oh like, I know. Oh. and then people were just going on live to go live. They weren't even saying or doing anything interesting. And I had so many people be like, can you do a live with me? And I would say, what's it about? And if you can't tell me what you want to talk about or, you know, no, I'm not just sitting around jumping on Instagram live for fun. Like, no. <laughs> Exactly. You need structure. I'm so, Oh my God. I
0: love you for saying that because I had the same thing. I had some people reaching out to me and I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, thank you for, you know, the offer, but like, what, what's the topic? What are we doing? And they're like, Oh well, we'll just like chat, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I have, I'm pregnant, I have a toddler, I've got things going on. Like, like, like what, what are we chatting about? Like, you know, it's like, and they're just like, oh, we're just gonna go on and just like go live and you know promote each other's pages. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. It's like
1: not working. I know it's time is too precious to do that.
0: It is, well, I'm, oh my God, I'm glad you said that because that's an awesome way to transition. I was gonna ask you, how has your time been? know during like this pandemic and quarantine and how are you managing your time? Because I know even for me when I was pregnant during you know everything and with even now giving birth and having Amelia and having Arlie like it's been hard with time and I always am inspired by watching other mamas and friends of mine to see how they do things. So I'm curious like how has it been for you?
1: So I try to have somewhat of a schedule like i make my to do list if i'm on campaign deadlines or whatever so that i try to stay as organized as i can so that i'm not putting things off till the last minute and then staying up all night trying to get the work done because i've definitely been there but then again it's like you can plan and plan and plan but when you have a toddler you have no control over them every day's an adventure and they're going to do what they want to do and <laughs> or if you have, or if morning sickness hits you know or if something happens You just try to do your best to schedule out the day loosely and just not beat yourself up. Like a lot of times when I'm working on campaigns with brands and they'll say, okay, here are notes with this. Can you turn it around in a day? And I just say, no, I can't. I can't. I have a 24 month old. I'm now eight months pregnant. I can't do a 24 hour turnaround for you. I can do 48 hours. Maybe I can definitely do 72. So it's just really being honest and vocal about what you need because I think a lot of times in our industry people will kind of sit on an email then all of a sudden they made a mistake and then they come at you with some crazy deadline and it's like no that's not okay you know it's like standing up for your worth asking for what you need asking for support you know I try to work really hard with my husband who's working from home now and his job is crazy and we're both like trying to schedule zooms and you know managing the baby and then um, like I have my OB appointment on Friday and for my 32 week checkup. And I've told him, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be leaving. And you know how husbands, they just don't remember. You okay. tell you tell them, you tell them. <laughs> they don't remember. I'm like, I'm going to tell you again. So it's just like trying to constantly manage schedules, but just not being so rigid because you can't control it and it'll only make you stressed out. Stress is bad for the baby. Stress is bad for me. Stress is bad for the family. And I just try to laugh as much as possible at the daily comedy that is my life.
0: Oh my God, amen to that. I love that advice. And it's so true. Like you can't control, especially and right now, we're all learning that in this time and it's like you just have to go with it and i feel the same way like i try to make a schedule and i realize like i used to like try so hard to stick to my schedule and i would make myself insane because yeah. i was so mad that i wasn't getting things done and now i tell myself okay if you get 3 to 4 things done a day woohoo you're a superhero like you know
1: it's totally. like totally
0: you know i'm just like whatever like it just it is what it is and i agree with you like it's like you just kind of have to look at it and be like okay What's worth my time, what's not. And I think like too for me with being a mom, like I've learned same thing. Like time is precious. And I'm not gonna just like say yes to everything. And I feel like before I had the girls, I was totally like, Yes, I'll do that opportunity. Yes, I'll do this. Okay, sure, I'll work for free. Okay, sure, I'll do this. Yeah, no problem. We can collaborate. No. And you don't yeah. realize, right? And then you have your 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 children and you're like, oh my God, no, I don't have time for you at all. <laughs> like no, the power of no is powerful. It is. It is. It is so powerful. Well, and like for you, when you started kind of like saying no and really realizing, of course, like your worth and also like your time, how was that for you to kind of shift? Because I know like same with me, like with styling, how you were saying working for free, like I styled so many celebrities for free when I first started to move to LA and I worked for like pennies and the whole thing. And so I completely understand that. And it was really hard for me to first say, no to opportunities when I knew I was leveling up, but I still was like, yeah. Oh my God, but I don't want to lose these opportunities or these connections. Like, how was that for you as you kind of transitioned more into your career and came into you?
1: I feel like I really started looking at, okay. Cause so many TV appearances, you know, like I did so many live hits on like CNN, HLN, KTLA, you know, like all these shows, but they don't, people don't realize they don't pay you. No, they it's, don't. <laughs> no. Like when I do the live right carpet shows and I'm hired as a host, yes, I get paid. I get paid a sag after rate. But if you're just popping on as like an, a pop culture expert, you know, so you do that like 10 times and you're going, okay, I have it. I have it for my reel, but I'm actually losing money because I'm taking six hours out of my day to come and do this. And you start really balancing that. And then when you have kids and you realize that everything that you do, you know, I would have people... Even like an event, like PR or something would be like, so we have this brunch and it's for a beauty brand and we really want you to come. Um, And I would say, you know, I would love to, but I have my one-year-old and they're like, well, can you get a sitter? And I'm like, I can. Do you want to pay me to come and then I'll pay a sitter? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Otherwise I'm actually losing money coming to your event and I can't pay my bills and beauty products.
0: Right. So I wish I
1: could. (laughs) all right wouldn't
0: that be nice hey here what do you think of this uh, kevin aquan bronzer
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's crazy so you just start and it's you know i think it's also different when people are moms versus you can always tell when someone is a parent and when someone's not because when they're a parent they get it but it's like these young like pr chicks that are like 25 you know and they're just like oh so okay they're just like shocked it's like no i don't want to make negative hold on rob can you try not to be so loud (laughs) please take him outside what's happening i'm doing a podcast this is this is uh, real, like if you try to be louder please like a little louder would be great <laughs> i mean listen,
0: we're all at home we're all in quarantine like you know it's like i've, I've done so many shows and people are like oh Sorry, you're gonna edit this out? And I'm like, no, this is what this is right now. Like, this is our lives. Like, you know, no, you're
1: also like, do you know how much work it is to edit that out? Like, it's real life, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, whatever, you know. And I think it's good because other people get to hear, like, oh, okay, cool. She's still keeping her podcast going, but like, there's still real shit going on. It's like, well, yeah, because we're all at home and we're home with our partners and we're home with our babies and all the things i'm like it's loud there's a lot going on it's so So.
1: loud it's like it's constant just laundry dishes diaper changes have you potty trained amelia by the way
0: oh no i have not so we were going to before arlie came and then to be honest i just got so exhausted and i was like i cannot wrap my head
1: here was my thought the minute that they see another baby in diapers they're going to want to be in diapers again so i was like i think it's pointless
0: well, and I've heard that from a lot of people, and I actually just had on my uh, podcast, the episode that's out right now, uh, with Irene Heidelberger, who like does potty training expertise, and she actually said that that is a huge factor, and apparently, after there's a big like shift or change in the toddler's life, whether it be a baby or a move or something massive, they can stress right. from like the first month to four months. So they actually tell you to wait a few months after that change has happened. So they realize like, oh, this is permanent. And like, this is all the same and nothing's going away. Instead of trying to throw them into a brand new situation and have them be like, oh, so this is new too. And what's going on? Because yeah. had so
1: many I had, who had a friend was- too, like her baby is right around Asher's age, like maybe a couple weeks older. She's potty training right now. I'm like, are you? that just seems early. I don't know, to each their own, but I was like, nope, not doing it. I think you it's know, pointless. Right. One,
0: well, two, like, so my mother-in-law, you know, um, who I'm here with Mary Jane, Justin's mom, she, like, worked in, like, studying children for, like, 30 years and everything, and so she was telling me, like, that, you know, there is such a thing as what they actually can feel, and if they can't even fully feel, like, that it's coming, like, out whichever hole whatever like then it actually like they're not technically really getting trained because even if they're doing it they're not understanding it so they're not going to remember it and then they're going to regress so there's so many factors that make them regress and so I'm like you know what I would just rather freaking deal with two diapers than deal with the regression because let me tell you something like I am not ready for that
1: like (laughs) oh god no
0: You know, I have one girlfriend of mine who was like, oh, she was doing so great. And then her baby sister was born and now she takes her, you know, pull-ups off, you know, just in the middle of the floor and poops. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I can't do it.
1: Like, there's just no way. (laughs) Like, no, I feel the same about, I've never been able to get Asher off his bottle. He will drink anything out of a cup, but milk. I've never been able to get him to do it you're going to do the sippy cups. And then I was like, why am I fighting this? The new baby's going to come and he's going to see the baby drinking a bottle and go back to the bottle. I was like, I'm just going to let it go. When he's ready to get off, he's going to get off. Like right. I, tried. I tried, I did everything. I, I read
0: all the books. So you're good. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, whatever. Right. Well, it's like that's the thing, right? It's like, like, I, I, you know, I was talking to this mom about it, and I was like, you know, I'm nervous about waiting too long, and she's like, look, Amelia's not going to go to college with a diaper on, so like, don't worry about it. You know, and it's like, okay, that's true. Like, they'll, you know, you figure it out. So, I mean, I think that makes sense with a bottle. That's his like comfort, and that's the thing I think sometimes too we don't realize like some little things are just our kids' comforts, and like as long as it's not really a crutch, it's like. What's the big deal? Especially because he's home with you right now and he's going to go through a massive change with his new brother coming. So it's like, you might as well just let him have his comfort.
1: <laughs> what are you having? I said, oh, did I lose you for a second? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, if he wants his bottle in the morning, he wants it at night. I'm like, he's a great kid. Life goes on. It's like not worth it to make myself crazy.
0: Yeah, no. And he, he's such like a, like a good little boy. So like it, if that's like the one thing, and that's how I kind of feel like with Amelia too, like she's so good. She's so smart. If there's like little things, I'm just like, you know what? Like whatever, let it go. Like she's a good kid and she's learning and she's thriving. And like, i just you know it's not worth fighting especially right now Like we're all i feel like so high stressed and so much going on and i wanted to ask you like because you know i was obviously pregnant during quarantine the pandemic too and you know you've been as well like how has that been for you and how have you been able to keep like a positive mindset and keep yourself in a good you know just space because like i've seen you like on you know social and talked to you off social and everything and like you seem like you've been Pretty like together and like kept yourself like positive. Like, how have you been able to navigate quarantine being pregnant?
1: You know, TikTok has been like my godsend because I can express myself. I love doing pregnancy comedy and I've just connected with so many amazing pregnant mamas who are literally like it's the same um, like weak as me practically, because that TikTok algorithm is just crazy with the way it connects you. And so I've really you know, connected with some amazing moms. Um, and so that's been really fun and just really doing all of the things at home that before I was always traveling so much. You're like, I'm too busy. Like I went through and donated 15 boxes of clothes to charity and that felt awesome. Like <laughs> just getting rid of so much stuff and just doing all the things that you want to do and not sitting around just watching Netflix like it was so funny I was talking to my mom she's like have you watched this new show and I'm like mom the only things that I watch are Frozen 1 and Frozen 2 because Asher has to watch both of those every day he's obsessed. (laughs) I don't watch anything for myself and like when he goes down for naps or when he goes down at night I'm working all the time so when he is on Frozen like I'm organizing I'm like I've been getting rid of just so much stuff because I'm in that nesting phase, you know, where you want to just like cleanse, cleanse, cleanse. And I've just been staying really motivated. Like I exercise every day. I think it is like every time you leave the house and I go to a doctor's appointment, I get nervous. I'm not going to lie. Like I hate that feeling because the thought of having COVID and giving birth is just awful. Yes. Totally, I know it's. It, it, I
0: remember when I would have to go for my, you know, appointments, and I would get nervous leaving the house too, and I have you know the sanitizer and gloves and, and you know the mask and the whole thing. And I would get there, and they would you know make us you know wait and before we walk in and check our temperature. And every time, I swear my blood pressure would start, and like I would feel like my head was getting hot because I would, had so much anxiety of them like checking me, even though I knew I was fine because I'd been quarantined. It was just the yeah. whole idea of just them checking me and like waiting and then you know being there like I totally understand because I used to freak myself
1: out oh yeah it's the worst feeling and then when did you like did they start having you get COVID tests or how did that work because I was I was just talking to my husband I'm like I feel like we're both gonna have to get tested before you know we deliver so we need to start getting organized about that yeah. So, um, you know, from what
0: I've heard in California and like also just across the board from all the different mom groups I'm in, like it's, it, it seems to be, it's kind of up to the doctor and the hospital that you're delivering at. because my doctor, um, because I never showed signs and because he knew I was full quarantine, uh-huh. he never had me take a test. Um, and I didn't have to, and because I was fine when, you know, when I came in there and Justin was fine, thank God when we came in there and we had no signs of anything and the baby was totally fine. Like he didn't, you know, he didn't do any kind of testing, but then I've heard some moms who like, they've told me they've gone in and their temperature was up or um, they like, you know, I guess their husband had coughed or something and then they immediately, you know, want to take, give you a test. So I guess everybody's different. And then I've heard some people tell me that they just did it just because, you know, for precaution. So I would have that conversation with your doctor because I yeah. to me, it's more about the provider um, and like what, you know, what they feel. And I said that to my doctor, I was like, am I gonna have to do that? Is he gonna have to do it? And he was like, you know, as of right now, no, if things change. And also to remember when I was pregnant, you know, two to three weeks before I actually went into labor, Justin wasn't allowed to be in the hospital with me. They had taken yeah. away. Um, and I was so grateful that Arlie kind of held on for when they opened it back up. Totally. You did luck out with that. Oh my you know, God. That's
1: why she went 42 weeks for you. I know. That's what
0: I tell everyone. I'm like, I <laughs> he held on, you know, she was like, I wanted my dad to be there. You know, I mean, it's crazy and it's like I look at so many moms that gave birth by themselves and I'm like holy crap you're a freaking warrior because yeah I mean this time all the moms are especially warriors because it's such a hard and weird time but like especially giving birth on your own like that's back to when you know years and years ago with our great grandparents that gave birth alone I mean It's crazy, you know. So I was just grateful to have Justin. I had my doula on um, Facetime for 13 hours. (laughs) She was an angel. (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh, from Facetime the whole time. And like sometimes I wasn't even talking to her, but just knowing like she was there and going like breathe and move. You know, it was like made me feel better. Um, But you know, it's just like it's just such a weird time. And I think it's like you know you have to just go with like what feels write to you, like, of what, like you said, the TikTok has been a godsend for you. Like, that's awesome that you found a place to just have fun and, like, everything. And I mean, I've laughed hysterically at them. Like, I've seen so many of them. Like, I think my favorite one to date, though, is the one that you did in the beginning when you were first getting into the pregnancy TikTok and it was like where your belly was going in and out and it was like a balloon, like like a
1: balloon idea. Oh uh, yeah, I'm doing, a, I'm going to duet myself and do that at 40 weeks and be like, like, no, cool. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so funny. I was just dying. I was like, oh my God, that's hilarious. But like, you're right. Like you just find things that make you happy. So you haven't been watching much TV then you've been doing more like content and then kind of just like obviously playing with Asher and having his shows on but like are th- is there any things that you have been choosing to avoid or things that like you don't spend that much time on because you're in quarantine yeah you know i'm
1: going to be honest instagram has become such a job that i spend as little time on instagram as possible amen i think it's draining <laughs> i don't think it's fun um and i hate to say it but it's just become like TikTok is fun, I like, I laugh, I giggle. Instagram is just work.
0: Yeah, I know it's, it's it's work for me too. I mean, we're both in the same space in that regard, being you know influencers and mommy influencers together and everything else. And it's like we do get a lot of demand from our brands and things that are expected and all that. And it's like I know you're grateful just as I am, but I feel the same way. Like I get exhausted and I have to sign off. And I notice sometimes for myself. But if my mood goes down, it's because I spent too much time on Instagram that day.
1: Totally. Whereas TikTok, if I'm on it, I'm just like laughing the whole time. Right. So, and I try not to watch like the news is awful. You know, it's it's like such a downer and it's, you know, it's just, it's tough. It's tough times. I try to make sure I get outside every day that I'm exercising, eating healthy and just try to do things that bring me joy. That. And that don't make me feel bad or stress me out,
0: right, yeah, no, I think that's good advice, I mean that you know there's a lot of moms right now who obviously are in the same space as you, and I know like I 've spoken to so many that are struggling with their you know mental health and everything, and like you said, it 's not good for you it 's not good for baby it 's not good for anybody, so you have to try to stay in a positive space for me, like I got so heavy into meditation, I was already meditating a lot like after I had Amelia when I went to postpartum depression because that was something that really helped me but I got back into that heavily with being pregnant with Arlie in the pandemic because I was like focusing on heavy affirmations and just like meditating and clearing my head and it like really helped me I think to stay sane like anytime something triggered me whether it was the news or it was social media or whatever it was I would just go within and like force myself to like journal or meditate or both and like that helped me to stay sane when i wouldn't like feel good inside
1: no yeah i love like every night my husband snores really loud so i have audible and i listen to like their different meditations or a really good like book like michelle obama like i'll fall asleep to something really spiritual and powerful and i just feel like you sleep better except right now it's like i be- i'm never i was gonna I ask how, how much
0: terrible. Are you right now yeah like are you getting up to pee constantly
1: yeah, getting up to pee and it's just like, this baby is so active that the kicks really are quite painful. Oh. So it'll wake me up and I'll have like some weird nightmare that I'm being attacked and it's just this baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> he It was Asher like that? He was, and this boy's even more active. And I think that usually how they are in the womb is indicative to how they are outside of the womb. So I've got it coming. was 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 rob an active child he was an identical twin um so their movement it's hard to know you know um his rob is was born a while ago so his mom didn't even know that he was she was having twins, so Rob was a little bit of a surprise, so oh, Rob wow. didn't know too much about problem. that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's like the Friends episode,
0: okay, the other one's on its way, and she's like, uh, excuse me, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, thank you, and Rob was like, what if we have twins? I'm like, I really hope we don't. I There
0: must have been a really big chance you guys could have had twins.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. I'm, I'm one at a time, works better for me. Well, and I mean, obviously
0: like, you, you know, like your second little boy isn't even here yet, but are you, have you guys decided like, is this it, or are you going to like go for the third or like, you don't know?
1: Rob, we're older. Um, so I just don't know if we have the energy to do it again. Yeah. I don't blame you. I'm tired already myself. <laughs> and my husband's 13 years older than me. So I always have to, you know, think about that, you know, and I need his support. So
0: Yeah. Totally. I know, I always forget that Rob is that much older, because you guys both look yeah. so young,
1: but, like, he really carries himself young, so I always forget. He
0: looks amazing.
1: It's unreal. Like, I was watching our 10-year wedding anniversary, and other than, like, the gray in his hair, I'm like, you look exactly the same. Right. I know, it's really unfair, right? Like we Like, we actually age, and, like, men just don't. They don't. It's, it's, or they do. And it's like the Clooney effect where it works out for them. <laughs> right. 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 Totally. Well, I'm like, how has it been
0: having Rob home like working? Cause he's working full-time from home. Right.
1: Yeah. It's been great. Like, especially cause right now, you know, I can't lift Asher and do stuff. So he's doing the heavy lifting with like the diaper changes and there's certain things. That I'm just going, okay, babe, I I can't do this. Like Physically, he's, Asher is so incredibly strong. He's a brazzle. So he's really taking after my side of the family and especially (laughs) my dad. And they are just incredibly strong. He's already stronger than Rob. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He's two. Wow. He's a tough little boy. It is no joke. Wow. What what does Rob think? Is he like, oh my god? (laughs) We were just laughing at the fact that, like, he's such a boy's boy, like, he's so tough, he wants to play in the dirt, he wants to, you know, break things, like, he's a boy's boy. Right, right, yeah, it'll
0: be interesting to see what your next little boy will be like, like, if he's gonna be similar to Asher, if he's, because I'll tell you, like, with me, with Amelia and Arlie, like, I definitely obviously see their sisters, I mean, you've seen pictures, like, they very much look very much alike, but, like, as far as already with their personalities like Amelia it has had so much more energy she was way more fussy Arlie is like so chill like right now she's literally sleeping on my lap as we're podcasting like Amelia would have never done this like it's just it's just so funny how you just see these little differences in the personalities like right from the get-go and you're like wow oh my <laughs>
1: god I'm pray for a zen baby I would love a zen baby too <laughs>
0: <laughs> I never thought she'd be zen let me tell you something like especially coming in obviously into the pandemic and quarantine and you know when Arlie was born you know that she when I pushed her out literally the riots broke out like that hour
1: oh my god
0: yeah like literally we're at Cedars and I like I just pushed her out I'm like crying and emotional on my v-bag and all this and I'm like looking at Justin and I'm like you know surreal and everything and like next thing I know like, we're smelling like smoke and we're like what the hell and they're like oh we're shutting the vents they're like the riot there's riots that just broke out in LA and I was like welcome to the world Arlie Joe. like it was oh like, lord I know, right? Like I was like, wow, she is a like fighter. She is fierce. Like, holy crap. So let me tell you, your little boy in there. Like he's, he's super fierce because I'm telling you these babies that are coming in during this time, like you think about, you know, like meditation and spiritual and everything. And like, in my belief, like they knew what they were coming into, like they knew before we knew. So like, you know, they, they, they align with this time. So they're, they're fierce. I mean, so, you know, but at the same time, I feel like there are like so many babies like, that have been born. I've talked to so many moms and they've said their babies more Zen too. And I kind of wonder if it's because like, they came into such a crazy time that they're just like, all right, world, like, I'm just, I'm just taking it in. Like, you know, it's like, I'm just chill, you know, like she's just, she is, she's so Zen. She's so chill. So yeah, I, ho- I hope the same, I hope the same. Thing.
1: I hope so. <laughs> <I'll> take it. <laughs> What are you looking forward to? Give me a little baby Buddha. I'll take it. A little baby Buddha. I love it. That's so cute. What are you looking forward
0: to? Do you think like the most or like besides, of course, like the newborn coming home with a new baby, but like, what are you like most excited about to be a mama of two?
1: I think just experiencing like motherhood has fulfilled me in ways that I didn't even imagine it could. And I think just to grow my family and to see Asher be a big brother and to see, this special relationship between the two of them and then us be a family of four and just what that is. And to have two little people, Rob and I were talking, it's like, you know, there's two, it's equal now. It's not Asher and then us, it's gonna be two little people and two adults. So the numbers are equal and just how we grow as a family and the memories we make. And I've been happier and laughed more as a mom to Asher. So I can't wait to double that fun.
0: Oh, that's so cute. I love that. I know, isn't it wild how, like, I was thinking about that the other day, and I was, like, crying, like, stupidly, of course, like, I call myself more emotional, but, like, I was crying, thinking about, like, wow, like, all the achievements I've had in my careers, and all my paths and everything, like, these girls are, like, by far the best thing I've ever done.
1: The best thing ever, I know, and it's so funny, because I put off having kids for so long, and um, it just, it's brought me so much joy than I ever imagined and anticipated. It's, the most fulfilling experience of my life.
0: I know. I, I, I love that. I love to hear that because I feel the same way. Like, and I, I also too, like pushed it on, pushed it off. And it's like, you look back and you're like, wow, why did I wait? Like, there's just so much, but I think at the same time, like we both being entrepreneurs and everything, like working so hard, like we allowed ourselves that time to really work and really go hard so that we actually could enjoy. Cause I feel like if maybe I had been a younger mom, maybe I wouldn't appreciate this as much because I would have been so gun ho on my career, because like for me, totally. my,
1: my career was totally my first baby. Absolutely. Oh my God, there's a. I might have to run. I've been trying to get this UPS pickup and I see the truck and I want to go chase it down in the street right now. And I'm not even kidding. kidding. Go
0: chase him with your big bump. Oh my God, I love you. Okay, well, I'm like, I, no, oh, I, we've I,
1: done I, an hour, girl. I got to go chase this UPS down.
0: <laughs> real mom like, I love it. Okay, well, Stuart, tell everyone where they can find you and follow you.
1: Yeah, so my blog is Stuart Says, spelling S-T-U-A-R-T, on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Stuart Brazel and Facebook, Stuart Brazzle Official, and YouTube, Stuart's Bucket List. I create content on all the platforms. I really try to switch it up. I get so frustrated when people just post the same shit on all the platforms. You don't need all the platforms to post the same shit. Keep it interesting. If you want pregnancy humor right now, that's on my TikTok. If you want family photos, that's Instagram. If you want in-depth pregnancy blogs and workouts, that's YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. I just have some fun as well.
0: I love it. Well, thanks so much, Stuart. This was so much fun. Until next time, guys. Cheers. Bye.
1: Cheers. Bye, Ellie. Bye.